Hello, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Lily Skioka. First up, we have Chaos with Four Corners with Cole. Hello everyone, this is me, Cole Marshall, a student at Lead Innovation Studios, but from the future because I realized my mistake afterwards. I am here with my friend Landon, who is a Boy Scout in the Mikasei tribe and speaks Indian Sign Language, Hudo, and Dom. We are all four freshmen at Lead Innovation Studios, and we're basically just a group of friends who does whatever and makes everything chaotic, so this segment is going to be a snippet of that life with us and basically just the random stuff that we talk about. Hear me out, right? Yeah. The Mario movie. The Mario movie? <laughs> but or a like, billion lions. A billion lions. True. I'm going to keep out to a movie, and I said, it's the Mario movie. Are you more excited or less? Honestly, Be more excited, exactly. because if I go exactly. with you, then I know exactly. I can get a billion lions. Oh. That was like the worst combination <laughs> of the Whoa. dumbest memes this group has created. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, you know what? Let's do it. Average lead kid. Okay, I'm gonna go back average to lead yeah, kid. Sure. There's no such thing as an average here. Oh my gosh, guys. hypothetically, out of the main cast, who would you swap out? Being honest, and I said it was always kind of it kind of doesn't fit Peach. It's too girl boss. I love how you guys all elevated, so then nothing nothing gets picked up. There's just a huge. Is this better? <laughs> yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame that the podcast isn't visual because that would have been amazing. <laughs> like. Hey, can you hear me now? Drops below, Mike. Yo, can you hear me? You have to You have to. narrate every action you make. It wraps around me. Wait, what? It wraps around the Y. All he said was it wraps around the Y axis, nothing else. Just that's it. We're being a little loud, guys. You're going to have to calm down. No, we have to do that in order to be heard. You need to be. But my opinions aren't being heard. <laughs> yeah, that's actually part of this is you can't talk over other people, otherwise you just simply do not get heard. I have a talking stick, guys. <laughs> you have the, should we have a talking stick? Should I go grab a talking stick? Yes. Okay. I have the talking stick. Y'all need to shut up. I took the talking stick. It's okay, guys. Hey, give me that talking stick. No. You, you don't have my bad. Stop talking. Stop talking. This is my stick. Nobody, <laughs> nobody can have my stick. Nobody can grab my stick other Speaks than Dominic. Speaks in Indian Sign Language over podcast audio. <laughs> Dominic, would you like my stick? No. That's what she said. How are you talking if you don't have the stick? Shit. How are you talking? Bro! <laughs> we you have our words. own. I've been checkpointed. We have our own. Well, I just, I just, stick. You're welcome. Just to narrate, Ow. I perfectly balanced the stick on the ball. And it didn't <laughs> Not going to specify what it, just the microphone. <laughs> You're just going to hear a loud tick the moment it hits the mic. Or ruined it, as he always ruins <laughs> Charlie Day is Luigi's the most mid-pick ever. Hey, is this on? Is this on? What testing, is this? testing. We're not, testing, testing. We're not, Snowball? we're not getting much. We're not getting much. Oh, we're getting some beautiful content, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. We need about six vine booms and solid. Six vine booms. <laughs> Frappuccino or iced tea? Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna go with iced tea, right? Did everyone give me the death stare for that? I'm more of an iced water guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm personally more of a curled milk. 
I personally like that chunky milk. Get some extra protein with it. Did, Save did, some did, chunks for me. Did you guys <laughs> I like that semi-cheese. Semi-cheese? Sort of milk. Hey, hey. Did, did, you, did you guys see that commercial for the carpeted shower? Shut Yo, up. We're not right. talking about the carpeted would you, shower. Would you rather have the carpeted shower or the chunky milk? Honestly, both. I'd prefer the Mario chunky movie. milk in the carpeted shower. You're a menace to society and you need to be eradicated. I would I would bathe in carpeted bathtubs with chunky milk. You're the type of friend these are the day. <laughs> You're the type of friend to stand up. Okay, He's a stander. Yes, can we talk about that on the can we talk about You're that on the You're the only one that gets to these gears. The vibes that is given off by Landon right now are just, they're making me kind of uncomfortable. Oh He's my goodness, yo, okay, so this is Big Brain, right? I started this segment and didn't introduce literally any of us, so we're like, just four five minutes into the segment, we're, no one knows what's going on. Let's just never say any of our names. Yeah, let's never say any of our names other than Landon. I wish to remain anonymous. Lil Huddy. <laughs> we, got, we got funny Indian sign language man Lil Huddy in the dome. Not just any dome, but the dome. Yeah, Professional no one, no Mario movie enthusiast. Guess. Professional star set enthusiast over here. Isn't that Brand- Brandon has more star set knowledge than Cole? He's my apprentice. He's the he's like the the, the stu- warlock. The stu- he has the keeper of like all the discs and whatnot. The but I'm the master. Can't keep making destiny references. Jonas is not here. <laughs> warlock isn't a destiny reference. Warlock has been a term forever. But if Jonas was here, I would bully him for being a warlock. True. <laughs> As a certified hunter main, I can punch him. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't think you play video games at all. I really don't. I'm about to start a riot for saying that. Honestly, I don't either. Oh my gosh, twinsies. Twinsies? (laughs) Twinsies! Well, you didn't allow me to peek the microphone with my voice, so... (laughs) (laughs) What is this? (laughs) R2, D2, was that you? (laughs) Wow! I want to be as loud as high pitch as possible, <laughs> and that's what came out. <laughs> we have Dom in the Hey, good evening, Nuggets with the ketchup and the nice burger with the soda on the side. I can't hear you, sir. <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, no one's gonna know who is who whenever we talk to because it changed our voices. I feel Th- like if is... you took off the hat, you look really bald. Oh my god, oh, he's bald! Oh my god, he's seven head! Oh, like, look at that beautiful seven head. That is a Neptune scene where he forehead. takes off the crown. Bald, <laughs> not even a forehead, bald. that's like a 20 head. <laughs> I really hope the people listening to this don't think we're on drugs. We're definitely not. We don't need to be, that's the fun part. We I might be. Us being us If we were, we'd sound like normal people, which honestly kind of degrades all our humor. That is true. Yes, I'm talking about you. Hi. Anyways. Random bystander in the background. Random bystander, <laughs> you've just been called out and insulted. How do you feel? <laughs> Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong. What are we going- what is this conversation devolving <laughs> Every to? time there's it's a break Seth in the Rogen. silence, I just name a random cast in the Mario movie. They should have had Kevin Hart in the Mario movie. Dude, but they have Honestly. Keegan-Michael Key to carry the whole thing instead. That's oh, fair. God. 
Unironically, you carried literally everything. It's okay, okay. I okay. feel like I should have been hired as a graphic designer so I could put random star set references everywhere. Extremely hot take, the Sonic movie sucked. The Mario movie will be better in every single way. True. Sonic movie was okay, but Mario movie will easily be better. I have yep. the coldest take imaginable. It's called, I can't unhear Jack Black. Every single time he's gonna talk in the movie, I'll just hear, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> That's what I want to be. <laughs> To be honest, if Cole made the Mario movie, it wouldn't even be a Mario movie. It would okay. just be one star set compilation video. True. It would, it, okay. it would be it would be Mario, but instead of okay. chasing after whatever he's doing, this, this is marketing genius right now. The Everything Stick movie. Exactly. It's being in exactly. progress. I'm the I'm the scriptwriter from it. We need we, some people. We have. Uh, Lil Huddy over here just, as the just tea in, poser. Just in, ca- just in case um, you have any extra jackets, we could take that. Yeah. Um, we, we need, we need what, it, like 20-something other more people for it? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, we how, need, ma- how many jackets is the end goal? Um, however many frames you're in. <laughs> or not frames, but scenes. Because if it was every frame, you'd be pretty stacked, not gonna lie. I'm trying to be in every scene. Yeah, other than the ones that I shoot at home. Right. It's just right. the mad science. Well, then then you just have to get, like, a mannequin. <laughs> like a five <laughs> No, uh, just... Five feet tall, 50-pound mannequin. Should I pull out the life-size model of Dustin Bates for my closet? Just ha- put Hudson's face on it instead. I don't, hey, that's little Huddy to you. You're I was talking about someone else, obviously. You're telling me obviously. you don't have a giant cardboard cutout of Dustin Bates. Just on what the do you ceiling? mean? No, I obviously have, like, life-size cardboard cutout of multiple individuals and they surround my bed and whisper incantations before I go to sleep. I kind of hate the fact that I know that cardboard called the roll of money are in existence. Hashtag That doesn't surprise (laughs) That took a moment to sink in. Simply disappointed. Funny Indian Sign Language Man, what is your input on the Everything Stick movie? Do you want to be a part of it? Okay, understandable, relatable. Can I be in one scene with a bald cap and a menthol cry stick? I mean, yeah, we could actually make you one of the characters, like a civilian who dies. I just need, like. That's a legitimate role. I'm, okay, maybe don't do that. I might get a mental crisis for the Mario movie, and I need to justify the purchase of my I, I want fair. I want to record on official record that I have just been assaulted by the director of the Everything Stick movie, and <laughs> I will be filing charges, and he will be dying. Not if I file the charges my, myself first. What are you going to file against? Being incredibly unsexy? Yes. That's, not, that's a charge that, that I have for life. They've already known that. The authorities have already put that under my I would, authentication. I would, I would charge the man sitting to my left for the opposite. Which left? Oh, oh wait. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the director of the Everything Stick movie doesn't even know his directions. Almost. <laughs> hey, at least I know the names of them, unlike Jillian. Jillian, something different. For him. I'm gonna be on. He plays, he plays Destiny 2 and Halo Infinite on a daily basis with me. Zero risk. That is he no walks risk. home in 50 degree weather just to play Pokemon Go. I think that's <laughs> he 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 plays Destiny 2 and Halo Infinite. If he was a true Infinite. Pokemon Go player, he wouldn't go home. He would be out and about looking for the Pokemon. No, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. All of them. Every last one of them. And that's it. Boom. Done. Nothing more. Go on. Move on to the next segment. We're done. Nothing, nothing more here. You know, just keep moving. Thank you, Cole. Now we have Strange Cinema with Anne Marie.
Podcast listeners. My name is Anne-Marie Buxby, and today I will be talking about the movie Two-Headed Shark Attack. This movie is about exactly what you might expect it to be about. There is a two-headed shark, and it is going after a bunch of students that were on a teaching cruise, a learning cruise. It starts... The beginning of the movie, there is a montage of two women water skiing while their friends are taking pictures and cheering them on, and all the friends are looking away, and out of nowhere, this two-headed shark comes up, and in one bite, both of the women are gone. I wouldn't, I don't know if I would even call it a bite. They made it look extremely large in this shot. However, after that shot, their friends, they look back, their friends are gone, they go to try to find them, and they see blood in the water. So they point it out and leave. They don't try to look for their friends at all. They just start zooming away, and the shark starts chasing after them. They end up getting caught, and in this shot, you can see that the shark has not only shrunk, but it's shrunk to maybe half the size that it looked like when we first saw it, when it got the two women. So there's a couple of plot holes there, I guess is one way you could put it. After that, it cuts to the main cast of characters that are a group of students on a boat where they're going to be learning on the sea for a semester. You start meeting a lot of the characters. There is the Chad character, as one might call him. He is seen lifting weights while socializing with all the people around him. He talks a bit more like how you might expect your stereotypical Chad character to talk. There is the geek character who is working with another girl and they're talking about something that they're learning and there's the flirt who is flirting with two women at the same time so it's a lot of it's a lot of like very stereotypical characters very stereotypical at one point the chad walks over to the nerd and the girl that he is studying with and he tries to flirt with the girl who does not reciprocate at all. Um, so he just flexes his muscles and he's like, this pumps. And honestly, it was it was a weird scene. After that, we are also introduced to two men on the boat who do not speak English. They speak this other language that's never really specified and there is only one other person on the boat that can translate for them and that is the fiance wife something of the teacher who is on the boat we first see the two-headed shark with this group of students when they hear a strange noise up in front of the boat and when they go to check it out there is a shark that is floating on the water and they hit it with their boat and only one student knows which kind of shark this is, and it is called a megamouth shark. 
which they found in the 70s, but only 50 or so have been seen since. Teacher, for some reason, thinks that he can use this really long stick to get the shark up onto the boat so that they can study it, which, of course, does not work, and the shark ends up going through the engines or the propeller of the boat, and this is when the two-headed shark comes up to have a meal. And in doing so, he creates a hole in the boat. And not only that, but somehow manages to snap off the satellite wire thing, I forget what they're called, so that the people on the boat are unable to communicate with anyone. So they all start freaking out and they realize that there's a hole in their boat. And so they're like, well, we need to get to shallower water to fix this hole in the boat. So out of nowhere, a student points out an island that we never see them approaching. They never bring it up like, oh my gosh, look, an island. They just need land, so they put land there, it seems. And so they go closer to the island, and they said that the bottom of the boat scraped the bottom of the little ocean and so they got the students on smaller boats and they put them on the island to try to find scrap metal or something that they could help repair the boat with. Meanwhile, uh, one of the women on board who knows how to repair the boat goes underwater to fix it and they have this boat POV shot where it's almost like they want you to be the boat and it shows the woman waving the little tool that she has to fix the boat in front of her. And the tool makes a light. So the two-headed shark sees this light and goes after it. You, a shot of the shark having another meal. Of course, no one notices because she was underwater. She didn't really have any way to communicate with them above water. So no one really notices that she has been killed. Meanwhile, on the island, the students have found this weird old civilization. And they have like spears and they find motorboats and other things like that. While they're looking at the motorboats, however, it shows a shot of the two-headed shark bumping into the island, it seems. I wasn't really sure what was happening in that shot, but the two-headed shark did something and it caused the whole island to shake. And this shake caused the teacher to fall and cut his leg. So they, him and two other students, started heading back over to the boat while the rest of the group stayed on the island and tried to continue fixing little motor-powered boats that they found. And so eventually they figure that out, and the Chad steals one of the boats and starts racing the other group of people, which has, like, the more nerdy female characters on it. So they decide to race. However, while they are racing, the two-headed shark starts going after them, having heard all the noise. So he goes after the boats, and they're realizing like that they're in danger. And that's when the two-headed shark catches up to one of the boats and bumps into the side of it, which causes a chain reaction of events, ending up with one of the students in the water. 
Needless to say, that student doesn't really survive long. This is when they realize that the shark is really big, so he needs a lot of food. So he was going after whichever food source seemed more powerful. And the boat that the Chad group was on had a more powerful engine. So that's why the shark was going after them. When they realized this, Chad jumped off the boat as they were stopping their engine which almost caused the shark to go after him, but they restarted their engine and made the shark chase them instead. The ones on the boat also did not survive. However, the second boat got the Chad and got back to shore before the shark was able to get them. At this point, everyone knows that there's a giant two-headed shark, well, a size-changing two-headed shark, because throughout all of these shark attacks, it changes randomly from being this giant shark to being about half the size. Now everyone knows that there's a two-headed shark on the loose. This is the point where I stopped watching. There's about another half hour, so if you want to watch the end, you can do that on your own. It's not really the best movie. I wouldn't recommend it, and it is rated mature, so only watch it if you think you can handle some gore and other mature audience topics. This has been Strange Cinema with Anne-Marie. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks, Anne-Marie. Next up, we have interviewing Nicole with Josie. So I'm here with Nicole, who graduated from LEED last year. Can you tell us about what you've been doing after graduation? I got a job at PetSmart. How's that been going? It's great. I love it. I'm glad. Yeah. I also got engaged. Can you tell us how you got engaged? It was Christmas Eve. Or no, it was actually Christmas. And um, he put it in my stocking. That's really cute. It was adorable. I got another dog. Her name is Guinevere Beck Lash. A beautiful name. Beautiful. She's a German Shepherd Corgi Chihuahua. She's about 27 pounds right now. She was six when I got her. Yeah, she's kind of a pain in my butt, but it's okay. And Brody loves her. Like, they're best friends. They play all the time. It's very cute. Can you tell us the story of how you got her? Um, I was working at my old job at an animal hospital. A client came in with a bunch of puppies. Client's daughter was a friend of mine, so I was like, I'm going to text you. And I texted her, and I asked her how much she wanted for the puppy, because I wanted one. And uh, she told me they were free. Um, I basically walked into treatment, which is where we take care of the dogs, and I sat on the floor and she crawled into my lap and fell asleep, and I couldn't leave work without her, so I uh, I did not call my parents. I did not tell my parents anything. I just brought her home. I called my fiancé, though, and I asked him, can we get a dog? And he told me, whatever you want. So good response. Yeah, I had I had a I had his approval, which is all that really mattered. Well, I was going to get her whether he liked it or not. I just needed him to say yes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So now I have two dogs and a cat. It's really fun. Love my life. How's life after graduation different than what you expected? Well, I didn't think that I would be working at PetSmart. I didn't think that I would be engaged and I didn't think I would have two dogs. Can you tell us more about why you didn't think you'd be working at PetSmart? Because I had a job at an animal clinic. Why didn't that work out? It was just not a good work environment. The management wasn't very good. I'm glad you left if it was bad. Yeah.
And you're enjoying PetSmart? I am. I'm coming up on my sixth month. It's really exciting. That is really exciting. Can you tell us more about your fiancé and how you got engaged? I met him on Tinder. The day that I turned 18, I downloaded Tinder. I was going to ghost him because he was too into me, you know? But then yeah. Josie, Josie told me not to, so I didn't. I was the real hero. She really was. And now we live together and have three pets. Three kids. Now we have three kids together, so. You guys really were busy. So busy. Why didn't you think you were going to have two dogs? Because my parents always told me that I'm not allowed to bring any more animals into the house. And you did anyway. I did. I did anyway. And it worked out. It did work out. My dad still is mad at me to this day, but he loves Gwynny. He just doesn't want to admit it. How is life the same as what you expected? I knew that leaving high school, I would still have Brody. And I do still yeah. have my one child. I just added two. I was planning on going to college, but then I have a bunch of career opportunities at PetSmart. Like, they want me to be a trainer or a groomer or a manager, so... Oh, that would be fun. Yeah. So, you really have a lot to do. Yeah, I have a lot of things to think about and to choose. Yeah. Bright future. Bright. So bright. Do you miss high school? I miss the people at high school. I don't miss... Like, I miss Josie. And I miss my teachers. My teachers, for sure. I miss a lot of my teachers. Any All of my teachers. Any special shout-outs? I miss Miss Jury and Mr. Hayden and Mr. Miscavish and Mr. Abundus and Mr. Mata. I miss Miss Schmer. I miss everyone. I miss Miss Graham. I'm also not friends with the same people that I was when I was going to high school. Like, a lot of my friend group has definitely changed. Uh, do you think that's because you're not in high school anymore? No, I think that it's because they're shitty people. <laughs> a lot of my friends um, that I was that I used to be friends with, like changed a lot, and I did not. I didn't like how they changed, so I didn't want to be around that anymore. Very mature. Yes, I love you, Mister Miscavige. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, what's the last question? What advice would you give yourself, like, a year ago? You should not have procrastinated on all the work. Because I had a crap ton of work that I had to do at the end, and it was very overwhelming and very stressful. Thank God Miss Jury was there to help me get through it, because I don't know what I would have done. You definitely should have listened to your teachers. Full <laughs> podcast approved. You should definitely listen to your teachers. Stay off your phone. Stay off Tinder. Don't don't get on Tinder in class. Even though it did work out for me, it probably won't work out for you. I think that I should have definitely planned better, like for school-wise. Um, don't leave school early to get a tattoo, because I did do that as well. You did. And I got in trouble for it. Yeah. Leave that part in. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> um, specifically, don't leave school. Don't leave your math class. For a tattoo. Actually, leave your math class if it's taught by Mr. Bundus. No, oh my gosh. Yes. I love Mr. Bundus. Don't say that. Leave that in. That's funny, too. <laughs> no, Mr. Bundus was great, mm. and I should have never left his class to get a tattoo, even though I don't regret it. I do still love my tattoo. I'm going to get it continued. But don't leave your... Don't leave school, unless it's, like, for, like, a doctor appointment. Don't skip out of classes. Don't skip classes. What advice do you have for current seniors? Don't be dumb. Be smart. 
don't skip class. So the same advice. Exactly. Yeah. Just um, stay on top of things. Don't procrastinate. Listen to your teachers. They know better most of the time. Except for Mr. Abundus. Mr. Abundus is great. Stop. I will never stop pushing my anti-Mr. Abundus agenda. I love Mr. Abundus. He's great. Um, even though I failed his class, I still love him. Make a to-do list. That's what helped me. Yeah. Me and Mr. A made a to-do list, and it really helped. Get a dog. Dogs always help. Dogs always help. Get an animal. Even a fish. Just get a fish. Get something that will motivate you. Because I had Brody, and he motivated me a lot. He was able to help me get my stuff done. And even when I wanted to cry, he would be there. So get a dog. You can tell them all your secrets. I'm just pro-dogs. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Just get an animal. Share your agenda. Your pro-dog agenda. I love dogs so much. They're the best. I love Brody. I also love Gwynny. She is the best. She's she's so happy she came into my life. Share all your secrets with the dog. Get it all out. Talk to someone if you need to. Don't hide it. Talk to someone who's not a dog, like in addition to your dog. Yes, talk to someone who, in addition to your dog as well. But dogs are also really great. They they keep your secrets. They don't tell anyone anything. Partly because they can't. But yeah, don't put the hide. I, I but don't. I don't think they would. They <laughs> they would even if they they would not. They, they probably would. wouldn't because you know you trust them. Is only in your life for a certain period of time. But you know, to a dog, that's you forever. are their whole life. Yeah. So that's where I'm gonna end that. Thank you very much, Josie and Nicole. Finally, we have Tarot Talks with Skylar. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tarot Talks. Here today we have Grace Gasperi and your host, Skylar Scott. We are here today to talk about tarot, Yay! funny enough, but also a darker side of tarot, one we've never seen before. <gasps> Online tarot readers. No! Yep, yep, we're looking at them. I know. So essentially what we're doing today is Grace here is going to ask a question, and we are going to answer it on an online tarot deck and then on my actual tarot deck. Which, my tarot deck is um, a writer weight set, but how you feeling, Grace? How you feeling about this? I'm nervous to get the answer that I don't want. I mean, that is fair with tarot. <laughs> how do you feel about tarot in general? Um, I think it's fun. I've never really been too serious about it, but I have had my cards read, like, multiple times by multiple different people. Yeah, so... Do you want to tell the audience what our question is today? How are my AP tests going to go? And can you say specifically what those AP tests are going to be? Okay, so I have AP statistics and AP government, and then I have my AP research paper and final presentation. Okay, so it's not a test, it's actually like a presentation and a research yeah. paper? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I, why I even did this to myself, but we're here. We're here, and we just have to accept it now. All right, so... I guess we should just get started. And we are not going to start with me, actually. We're going to start with the computer generator, which I just want to say, if this turns out to somehow be horrifyingly accurate, 
I'm going to be so mad. Because computer generators, and this is crazy, are just a bunch of ones and zeros <laughs> to give you a random answer. And that's really annoying to me. That's really annoying. All right. So you can enter your subject or question here. This is insulting. So just to clarify, there's this like online tarot generator that we're using. I'm not going to say what it is. <laughs> um, but all you need to know is that it's having Grace here insert her question. And she's now going to, you can shuffle the cards, Grace. <gasps> oh my gosh, you can shuffle. Look at them. Okay, Will now they stop shuffling? Or there's a they... stop shuffle button. Oh. <laughs> I'm illiterate. Okay, now you can choose self card. So the ones we're doing are the self, the situation, and the challenges. All right. We've selected them. That feels very anticlimactic. Yeah. All right. So the, the cards we have are for the self, for this three-card tarot spread, we have the self is the five of wands, the situation is the ten of cups, and the challenges is the lovers. Cool. <laughs> and now we're going to reveal the meaning. I can't even tell you what the meaning is. I have to reveal the meaning. Are you ready? Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh my god, no way! Oh my god, we have to log in and sign up for the reading. I'm oh gonna my do god. It. Password. Oh my god. Log in and sign up. Get your reading today. Oh my lord. Oh my god, they're having you do everything. Oh, <laughs> the way you did that. Shit, caps lock on. They want your month, date, and year? What is wrong with these people? All we're asking for is, like, this stupid tarot reading. Why did you get them your, give them your real one? Is that real? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So for yourself, we have the five of wands. This is what they say. Let your focus be on advancing your cause. When the five of wands falls into this position, or five of wands falls into this position, the message is to focus on the goal rather than the struggle. Sometimes it is necessary to push yourself through resistance to make things happen. In order to succeed is in a worthy enterprise, one needs to be prepared to deal with obstacles and competitors. Growing a thicker skin helps, as does learning not to take small matters too seriously. You have every reason to feel confident about your ability to succeed at whatever you commit yourself to. You have the power power to sustain yourself through this stage period i mean yeah period i guess okay so your situation ten of cups you your friends and the whole community join together in thankfulness for the rainbow after the storm <laughs> what so you know what i can't give my interpretation because this is what it says you're this is what it says it is so it's right it's obviously right okay don't give any clarification because this is the right thing. Okay, <laughs> so for the situation, you, your friends, and the whole community join together in thankfulness for the rainbow after the storm. When the Ten of Cups is in this position, the whole world seems to be filled with feelings of joyful celebration, relaxation, and healing. These feelings come partially from being comfortably situated among your favorite people. Friends may seem to be everywhere. Cooperation and mutual support prevail. This situation, however, was not arrived at without stress and challenge. Equate this magic moment with the clarity that follows inclement weather. It's all the more precious in contrast with what came before. 
Even if life cannot stay this way forever, right now all feels right in the world. We are united, joyfully at peace. The blessing of the creator rains down upon the creation in a sacred moment of recognition. <laughs> this sounds like... Cult. Cult. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> it sounds like a cult. Okay. Um, well, let's go to your challenges and opportunities, which is the lovers. Opposites can be brought into our... How does this relate to the subject at hand? <laughs> um, opposites can be brought into harmony. The lovers challenge you to distill the best from seeming opposites and create a new mixture. Rather than thinking of them as opposing each other, consider these two elements as right and left hands. Harmonize these opposites and you will heal a rift that will greatly expand your awareness. If you pit one side against the other, however, you will slide back into unconsciousness. Share whatever you learned from this experience. Oh. Okay. 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 How... Alright, on a scale of 1 to 10, how accurate do you feel this reading was? Um, maybe like a 2? Like a 2. Like a 2 out of 10. Okay, and why is that? Um, because right now, I do not see the thankfulness um, for the rainbow after the storm, because the storm... Has, has not come. passed. Um, and also, I don't know what harmony also, they're talking about. I'm I'm kind of confused by the challenges and opportunity card with the lovers. Mm-hmm. Like, the opposites can be brought into harmony. What's the opposite here? I'm confused, because you are taking an AP test. There's nothing opposite of that. It's just you're taking an Dropping AP test. Dropping out. <laughs> you're taking an AP test. The opposite is quit. Yeah. Just give up. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, that was some of the worst advice I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. We're done with this. All right. So now we're going to shift to my actual tarot. <laughs> So this is the Tarot of the Golden Wheel. It's a Rider Waite set. We are going to shift to that now with your question. So the the cards on there were self, um, situation, and challenges. So we'll do the same thing. All right. So state your question again. Um, how are my AP tests going to go? Okay. Cut the deck. However you want. In whatever way. You can cut it multiple times, not multiple times, sometimes. We never know. It's a bridge. I'm so sorry. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Just to clarify, she made a bridge. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you want to flip them over or do you want me to flip them over? You can flip them over okay. and then explain them. As you wish. All right. So we have the lovers for yourself. Um, we have the tower for your situation. And challenges will be temperance. Okay. So we'll start with the good news. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the first time I've really seen a bad card here. In the lover situation, we see an important choice being made uh, in your own self in life. Um, there is attraction success, which is likely saying you're attracted to take these tests in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, your success will be from the fact that you want a positive result out of this. We can see you're kind of like split between decisions almost. 
whether you want to do this or not. The idea of like how it's going to go, the nervousness, like how to study, how to do everything. It's kind of like that feeling of like anxiety over choosing two things that are like kind of tearing you. But you, you are trying to develop your skills. You are trying to grow. And we can easily see in here that the mountains in the distance. It's kind of like there's something off away for you to see. Mm -hmm. So it's not bad. It's just this is how you feel in this moment. Yourself is in this moment conflicted, worried, but overall you're trying to push through, have development, show engagement. Um, in general, I think you don't need to be overly worried but at the same time, like, it is a very nerve-wracking challenge that's coming your way. It's difficult to figure it out. Um, then we have the situation. <laughs> um, we have the situation, which is uh, the tower. Which, for those of you who don't know, the tower is um, somewhat of a nervousness for mine. It's Oftentimes people get nervous about the death card and things like that. This is the kind of card you don't want to see in a spread. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but your situation is one of catastrophe and dramatic changes, chaos. Uh, we see the flock of birds flying over a burning building in this one. And it's kind of like dramatic, instant calamity coming your way. This is something you are clearly troubled about. And it's clearly breaking down your defenses. There's almost nothing you can do about this situation because of the fact that you're going to have to go through with it. These changes are mostly unavoidable due to the fact that you've already paid that $300. You've already done that. So it's like, it's coming whether you want it to or not. It's not going to stop just for you. And these are dangerous conditions that you're walking into. However, you can prepare. You can fortify yourself. There are ways to think about it. Maybe you want to escape, but you don't necessarily have to. You can fight through this. It is not world-ending. It is just extremely intense and bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, next we have temperance. So, temperance is a little bit better. This in terms of challenges, shows harmony, patience. So likely what this is going to show is that your challenge has to do with patience, understanding, trusting in your situation. You see this, and it automatically makes you want to flock away, but what it's being told here is that you have to stand strong, stand firm. Don't just give up and back down. It's not... It's not an easy situation to approach, but you're going to have to approach it one way or another. Mm -hmm. And if you do it with an open mind and with understanding and peace in however the situation turns out, that will be all the better for you. Okay? Heck yeah. Do you have any questions about this? Anything you feel you need to talk about? No. I guess... It does what it does and it don'ts what so, it don'ts at this point. <laughs> so it's a little less optimistic than the other reading, but I think it's a little bit more realistic. Yeah, that seems to be how my life is heading right now. It's not bad. 
I mean, the fortitude and patience you'll show will definitely continue for a long time if you're able to see it through. And just because something is calamitous doesn't mean it's necessarily, like, life-ending. Mm-hmm. Like, and you have to remember, like, there's stuff after this. Yeah. Like, AP tests aren't the end. Mm-hmm. You have a whole life after you. It's like, this is a moment in time. Yeah. And things can change so rapidly and so fast, it's hard to tell how long the tower will actually stay. Mm-hmm. So, how do you how do you feel about this tarot reading? Um, I feel like it's prepared me in a way. Mm-hmm. I can be like, okay, all of that makes sense. So, I actually have to do the work instead yeah. of just trying to... Put it off and think about it another day. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, have to address my problems and no, but that's be a good thing. Me when I have to be accountable for my actions. No, I just way. <laughs> fall apart. I know, I know, but it's it's challenging, but ultimately it's for the best. Yeah, and it's just like tarot is just a reflection of what can be. It's not necessarily a stalwart answer to everything, as I've said before. Mm-hmm. I mean. It just takes time. Yeah. And perseverance to figure out a situation. And honestly, I would rather a hard answer that actually gave me advice than something online that's just like, oh, (laughs) it's going to happen. Your community is going to come together for you. Oh my gosh. Like, (laughs) I don't know. That just, it just seems almost fake. Yeah. And I feel like. They just had a blanket idea of what all the cards meant and then didn't put it in context with what the card position was. Oh, yeah, because, no, context is key in a situation. I feel like tarot, you can't do tarot without context. Mm -hmm. And that whole, like, give us your question and how it's optional. (laughs) The question thing was optional for them. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) That's not a tarot reading. That's, that's an AI generator being like, here are your cards. No, but how do you feel about this? A uh, 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 1 to 10 scale, how do you feel about that tarot reading? 9 out of 10, meaning very good. <laughs> I'm glad you had to specify that. All right, I am glad you have found something that can help you with this. Mm-hmm. Anyway, today has been Tarot Talks. <laughs> Yay! And... Please give a huge round of applause to our wonderful guest, Grace Gasperi. And as always, I am your host, Skylar Scott. And as we like to say here on Tarot Talks, bye! Bye-bye! Okay. Okay, we're done now. Bye! Skylar, and thank you listeners for listening to today's podcast. This is the Lead Innovation Studio podcast, and goodbye.